Hello, and welcome to Remarks and Reflections, a podcast offering insights into topics that are important to the Hillbrook community and the broader worlds of education and parenting. I'm your host, Head of School Mark Silver, and I invite you to join us for what we hope are lively conversations about a whole range of ideas and issues that connect with our vision to inspire children to achieve their dreams and reach beyond themselves to make a difference in the world. Today's episode is the second in a series in which I talk with different members of our community about life at school during our hybrid learning model. Today I am joined by third grade teachers, Heather Stinnett and Susanna Long, as well as several of their students. As I noted in the first episode of this series, it is a year unlike any other we have ever had as a school. Amidst a global pandemic, we've had to reimagine nearly every component of the Hillbrook experience, designing a program that provides a safe, Santa Clara County Health Department approved in-person experience and an engaging distance learning program for students and families who are not able or not comfortable being back on campus. It has required hundreds of hours of iterative design, is complex and challenging, and is both at times surprisingly successful and frustratingly clunky and inadequate. As I have been saying time and again to different groups, no one would design a program like this absent a pandemic. And yet, given the limitations of this current moment, it remains our best, ever-evolving effort to meet our vision and mission as a school. Before we hear from the students, I want to ask Heather and Susanna to share with me some insight into their class and how they have been managing this past month since we have returned to in-person learning on campus. So welcome, Susanna. Welcome, Heather. Hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. Thanks Great. for having us. Yeah, thanks for joining me today. Um, and just for people, to, you, you may hear some sounds in the background. We're actually outside um, and surrounded. I was actually was just sitting here with the third graders during um, their lunch recess, but now we're surrounded by some older kids having lunch recess. So um, again, thanks for joining me. So you are both experienced teachers living through what has to be the most unusual time in education in my memory. So can you start by just describing for me the teaching experience that you are having right now? The teaching experience I'm having right now. Well, I just got off of a lunch recess and um, having a small group, 16 kiddos, to watch outside in a small area outside of Mark's office is really fun because I can watch just 16 people and watch them play and they actually invite me into some of their play so that's what I'm coming off of right now which is super fun to get to know a small group of people. How about you Heather? Well I think you said it really well Mark that every part of this is different from how we are used to it. Uh, so every day feels um, new and challenging in a way that you know teaching hasn't felt for me in quite some time. You know when you're when you're new to this profession, it, it takes time to kind of get used to the swing of things. And I don't know, kind of I have some of those same feelings now, trying to adjust and um, you know get my head around all the different ways that we're doing things these days. Yeah, so. so- be specific for me, like both of you, like just kind of describe for me, like what, even this morning, like like what happened this morning? Because again, people who are listening to this haven't been on campus. Like one of the things that's also happened this year is parents aren't able to be on campus very much. So help them understand kind of what it looks like. Well, I, I will say when we're on, when we have students in front of us uh, and they're also uh, on the TV, that I find challenging because I'm, supposed to look at the meeting owl which is in the middle of the room to actually look at the students on the TV but that isn't really intuitive because I actually want to look at their faces which 
they're on the TV, but I'm supposed to look at a meeting owl, and then I also have all these children in front of me. So it's a little bit uh, schizo looking all these different places uh, at once. It is, yeah. Normally during morning meeting, for example, that's the time of day where we all come together, we share. Usually you'll see a lot of people like sitting on the carpet, kind of in a almost like a circle time kind of feel to it. And these days, you know, our kids are kind of stuck at their desks. We don't have them moving around the classroom a whole lot. And um, I think that's something that I really miss is kind of the circle time feel of morning meeting. And yeah, just what Susanna said, having kids in front of you and also having kids on the TV screen and making sure that you're including all of them, that the hands are raised, that people aren't stuck in your Zoom waiting room, that it's just a lot of moving parts. So the way it feels is, yeah, sometimes it can be a little overwhelming. I will say the kids in person are pretty good about helping us to stay on track. Like, Miss Heather, you're muted, or they can't hear you, or, you know, one of the students online has their hand up. Um, so they definitely have been really helpful with that. But when even every element of the physical space is different from how we're used to having it and different from how we're used to being and moving around in the classroom, um, yeah, it definitely feels different. That's a, it's a lot of challenges. Other other challenges that you haven't named? Oh, definitely. I would say the pedagogy, which is what and how we teach, uh, that's very different. Um, you know, like like we were naming there, when you have kids online, that's a totally different way of teaching than when you have kids in the room. And when you're teaching both at once, you kind of need to find activities that will work well online and that will work well for kids in person. So... You know, I've been I've been kind of calling it like pedagogical backflips, trying to make sure that I'm planning activities that are super fun and hands-on and interactive, but also that can translate to kids at home that don't, you know, necessarily have access to the same materials and to make sure that we're setting up activities where materials aren't shared. And so everything just takes a little bit longer to plan because we really need to consider the different experiences that we're designing these lessons for. Right. So I would say, yeah, there's a lot of time, I think, on weekends thinking through everything we do, everything like, okay, taking a lesson plan from start to finish, thinking, how do I do this for these kids? How do I do this for these kids? In a way that we can meet somewhere in the middle, right, so we can mm -hmm. reach everybody. And yeah, it's challenging. Mm -hmm. So have as you've been kind of working your way through this, I mean, and as, as you guys are describing this, and I've had similar conversations with other people, you know, it feels a little bit like you're a first-year teacher again. I'm sure, right? And you're, you're and or even a first year at any at something brand new, like you're doing something that you've never done before. Yes. So, have there been any like positive surprises that have come out of this? Yes, I will say um, positive. Well, um, I think. Um, I'm using a lot of my inner coach these days, which we talk about in class with the third graders of, you know, positive self-talk of like, you can do this, you can do this. And so I think that is being uh, stretched every day. So I'm just constantly reminding myself, you can do this. It's like I've got a little coach in my head. You got this. You got. And I have this amazing team who, when I don't feel like I've got this, they have my back and they help me and they say, Susanna, we can help you with this. And so I feel very uh, supported and uh, by everybody that we're, we're in this together. It really feels that way. I would definitely agree with that. Um, as we know, kids adapt really quickly. And we are asking a lot of them right now. We are, you know, kind of 
out of necessity, kind of asking them to do things that we would never ask kids to do. Sit in one chair for the entirety of, you know, two lessons in a row and not be able to, um, you know, move about flexibly in the classroom um, in a lot of ways. So we're asking a lot of them and they have adapted so, so quickly. And really, I'm very surprised and impressed with the mindset of our children in this moment. Um, the kids have been very, very understanding and patient and forgiving. Uh, they're helping each other. They're helping us as adults. Um, you know, and that, that's been really, really beautiful to see. Like Susanna said, the, the mindset in the classroom very much feels like we're all in this together. Um, you know, having great conversations about respecting each other's boundaries and making sure that we are helping each other to feel safe. Those conversations and that feeling is intensified in a way that I haven't seen in previous years. I think it's really also like kind of a growth mindset crash course for everyone, right? All of us have had to adapt. So, you know, whereas in a typical year, you might have a first year teacher right now, we're all first year everything, right? <laughs> so we're kind of all getting to know this together. And I think since we're all going through something similar, that that empathy is really cranked up to 11 at the moment. Yeah. And I, you know, my senses as well, right, is that we're, we're starting to get a rhythm here. And then I know what, you know, winter's going to come and, and we're, it, it kind of feels like the year that's just going to keep on giving us new challenges. Um, just when we think we've, we've got something that we understand what we're doing. Are there any, you know, so as I've said before, you know, and I started, when I started this, you know, clearly a lot of what we've designed will disappear, we hope, once we're outside of a pandemic. Are there things that we've designed or things that at least have been provocations in this moment that you think, gosh, like that's something that's kind of interesting that might outlive this moment and might actually end up being a really great, whether it's educational experience or, or something that, that's happening at school that we might not have even thought about without this moment? Um, yes, I think this year is the first year uh, that um, I've been asked to teach two subjects rather than four. And um, so it's been really fun. I'm doing, um, so each, each, each time I'm teaching something, I'm doing it for two different groups. And, and so which subjects are you teaching, I'm Susanna? I'm reading and writing. And so I'm doing it twice a day. And so I feel like, you know, I make tweaks after the first group for the second group. And, um, and uh, gosh, I think that's really fun. I was like, wow, I get to... You know, those are two of my fav favorite subjects to teach, and I'm getting an opportunity to spend my days doing just those two. Nice. How about you, Heather? Yeah, I would agree with that. I really, I really love team teaching, and we're able to do more team teaching in this, you know, in, in this model than than we were before. Um, I'm teaching math and word study, and which are two subjects I totally love to teach. So it kind of worked out for us as a team when we were dividing up the subjects and, and we, you know, both happen to, to be able to teach the things that we love the most. Um, so I think that's really great. I also think that this situation really highlights what's important. I've seen definitely a lot on the Hillbrook campus, but in the, you know, in the teaching field in general, I'm hearing teachers talking about keeping the really, really important things at front of mind and letting academics and, and other things kind of take more of a backseat, like making sure that everyone's safe, keeping social emotional well-being um, as a top priority, giving choice to families, giving choice to students, and really just kind of making sure that everyone's mental and emotional well-being are taken care of first. Uh, so that's something that, you know, we, we prioritize social emotional learning here at Hillbrook. And, you 
I know that a lot, it, a lot of teachers hold that very, very near and dear to them, but that is definitely the priority right now. So we're dealing with a totally different set of circumstances, and that's something I would like to see carry through forever, that those things remain in the front seat and the rest of it kind of follows. I have one other thing to say. Um, I love that, um, you know, in, in previous years, um, I only really, I well, I get to know best, obviously, my home room. Whereas this year, we're really splitting all these 32 kids between us. So mm-hmm. I feel as though I'm also getting to know 3A, mm-hmm. probably almost just as well as 3B, because mm-hmm. I spend a good portion of my day with both cohorts. So that's really neat. That's great. Well, thanks. Thank you both for the, for the insights. And so now I think we're going to pivot over and we're going to invite some of the students to come and join us. Sounds great. So now I'm joined by several students. First of all, we've got Mika. Hi, Mika. Hi. Thanks for joining me. So um, first of all, Mika, tell me a little bit, what's it like to be back on campus? Uh, it feels good because I get to see all my friends. But I, we don't have air conditioning, but it's like still cold because sometimes when I'm outside for too much, it gets really sunny and then I, and then I, and then, cause I'm like really sensitive, so it gets really sunny and then I don't feel comfortable. So sometimes when you're out, and sometimes yeah. because we're outside a lot, yeah, no, that's yeah. true. I know some students, if it's been hard, we went in the hot weather, right? It was, it was pretty hard to yeah. be outside. So what are your kind of favorite parts about the experience of being on campus? Uh, my favorite parts are, are that I get to see my friends and I get to like, play with them a lot and then we're making like little fairy houses over next to the village you might see I've that i've seen that you know i wrote about the fairy house that was fabulous yeah and so this and that's kind of fun right because you guys haven't typically played in the village for yeah. recess so it's been kind of a, that's been one of the fun changes yeah what's been, you, you mentioned that it, like the weather can be hard is there anything else that's been hard about about being back in person this year uh the hard thing is that like if if you have to be so like if you're if you go if you like if you're at school for a long time but then you have to stay home for like if you're if you're if you're not feeling well me, or you're sick well if your like sibling is sick yep. or if you're sick then you have to like stay home but you don't have all but you don't have all of the things you need to do all this stuff so if you have like a big project then after you go back to school then you have to do like a lot of work nice thanks Mika thanks so much you're welcome all right so next up we have Xavier come on over Xavier Hi, Xavier. Hi. Thanks for joining me. So, Xavier, I know you actually stayed home for a little bit before coming. So when, when the school opened, you stayed home for a couple of weeks. So tell me yeah. a little bit about what was it like to be in the distance learning program when other students had come back on campus? So what I got to say about that, some, some of the students, it was very hard for them because they had some trouble with their internet. They got on late, but... For me, it was a piece of cake. Even in these hard times, it you you have to try your best to s- stay safe. So you, I say that um, distance learning is kind of okay. It's not too hard. It's not too easy. And you, so you felt like as a distance learner, you were able to participate and yeah, to, yeah that's great. You came back recently. What, yeah. so t- tell me what it's been like now that you're back on campus. I feel great being back on campus. I get to see all my friends and 
I get to see our um, very nice teachers at Hillbrook. And I get to learn more stuff, and it's much easier since I'm not a distance learner anymore. So is there anything that's hard about the new setup on campus? You know, because obviously it's not... It's, it's, it's less flexible than it used to be, right? You don't you know, you used to kind of be able to run around campus and you didn't have to worry about being six feet apart from everybody and all those yeah. things. Is, is there anything that you found particularly hard? Not necessary, but um, I know for some people the social distancing is hard, but I know that everyone still tries to do social distancing. Yeah, as you said earlier, right, it's important for to, to try to keep each other safe, and so... We're doing those things. Well, great. Well, thanks, Xavier. I so appreciate you talking to me. Yeah, it's it's a pleasure to be on this. Awesome. All right, Eddie. Great. Hi. Thanks, Eddie. Thanks for joining me. Hello. So, um, I can ask you, you similar questions. So, like, so what's it like to be on campus? Well, I mean, it, it's it's okay, but I I think on the distance on distance learning, I feel like. Um, we're a little more organized, but at school, I feel like we're more like straight to it, which I I like I like both of those ways the same. So and and you so yeah you so you've definitely seen a difference. And so um, when you're on campus, like what what are your favorite things about the piece of being on campus? And then maybe what sounds like maybe you maybe miss some things from the distance learning. Yeah, um, the things that I like from campus are that we can see our friends, and. One thing I like about being um, home is we get an extra recess because uh, right now we only have snack and lunch, but and then we get um, now we get snack, lunch, and then afternoon recess. That makes sense. So you so you have a little more freedom at home yeah. to kind of you know yeah. to, to do things. Um, what's hard about being on campus? Six feet, um, and just because we've always wanted to play tag here, but we're not really allowed to. Anything you'd change about the about the way we have it set up? Six feet. If, That's the only thing I'd change. If, if you could, you would get rid of the six feet rule. Yes. Great. Well, thanks, thanks, Eddie. Thanks for joining me. Okay. Thank you. Hi. Now I'm joined by Ella. Hi, Ella. Hi. Thanks for joining me. And so, um, Ella, can you start just by telling me a little bit about what it's like to be on campus right now? It's like, it's way better than being virtual because I sometimes get headaches. Oh, from being on the computer all day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what, so you've been back on campus now for about four weeks. Um, what are your favorite parts about third grade? My favorite part is that I'm making lots of new friends. That's great. And is it, has that it been helpful to be on campus to, to have that happen? Yes. Yeah. Um, what about any, what's, what's hard, is there anything that's hard about being on campus right now? It's kind of hard, like, because I'm sometimes doing lots of multiplication, um, yeah, and it's sometimes hard, so I need the teacher to help me a little. And it, so, yeah, the third grade is all about multiplication, so you're learning your times, mm-hmm. you're learning and, your times tables. And a little cursive. A little cursive. And so that's, has, and so that's been challenging. Mm-hmm. And has it been helpful to be in person, or was it felt kind of the same in person it's or distance? Help, it's help, more helpful in person. Yeah. It's because usually it's like hard for me to focus when I'm online. Ah, uh, that makes that makes sense. Um, is there anything you'd change about the way we have things set up? Um, uh, not really. 
Except people need a little more distancing because sometimes at lunch people aren't that distanced. Oh uh, yeah, so sometimes it can be hard, right? It's hard. It's hard to keep everybody always six feet apart. Yep. So what when that happens, what do you do? I just sometimes scooch back or ask them to like move a little. Yep. So you we, we like move three feet. Yep. We're getting people are getting better at kind of asking people to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Great. Well, Ella, thank you so much for talking to me. You're welcome. All right. All right, so now I am joined by Abigail, who is in our distance learning program. Hi, Abigail. Hi. Thanks for joining me. I really appreciate it. So, Abigail, can you tell me a little bit about what it's like to be in the distance learning program? Well, honestly, it's great to see all my friends, though some, though most of them are in person. But still, it's, it's really nice to see some of my friends that are, that are distance learning. Nice. So through through the the Zoom calls and through the um, Owl and things like that, you can see people in the classroom. So what what are what are things that have worked really well for you as a distance learning student? I don't know. Pretty much a lot of stuff, but there are also a lot of things that haven't worked out pretty nice. Yeah. What what have been some of the challenges for you? I don't know some things have been hard. Some things have been easy, but but some of the hard things are letting go of my friends who are out of distance learning. Yeah, yeah, it's been hard to watch some of the students as they transition from distance learners to being in person. Yeah, and, yeah, and it was really nice to see my friends, but that, but then a bunch of them went back went back yep. into school. Has have there been any? Have there been any things that you've done this year in third grade that you've really liked? Like any any activities or things that you've done? I really liked handwriting and math and Dreambox and a bunch of. Other- when you think about your teachers, are there are there things that uh, that that they you feel like they've done that have been helpful for you as as a distance learner? Yeah, um, like. Um, like so, throughout the five days—Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday—we have one-on-ones in the morning and the afternoon. Was there anything you would change about the way that the program is set up? Honestly, not really. But there, but there have been some times where the teachers just say words over and over again, not because they're just saying it, but it's just the computers. Oh, so like sometimes like they're like it's hard because of the, the connections. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 Um. So yeah, like this afternoon, I couldn't even hear what my teachers were saying for one of our last homework blocks. Yeah, I bet that's right. So I have heard that 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 sometimes the sound is really hard. Um. Well, Abigail, it is so nice to see you. Um. I'm I'm watch- I'm looking at you on Zoom as we're having this conversation. It's great to see you and um. I'm really glad that that you're uh, things are going pretty smoothly for you. Um, I do miss seeing you on campus, but I'm glad I'm glad that you're safe and that um, you're doing well. So thanks thanks for joining me. Thank you. Well, thank you. It's so great to hear the different perspectives from students and teachers in the third grade. Um, As I mentioned, this is the second of a series of podcasts. Next episode, I'm going to talk to another group of, of students and teachers and continue to kind of learn more about what it's like to be on campus this year. Thank you so much for joining me for Remarks and Reflections, and I hope to, that you'll join us for the next episode.
You've been listening to Remarks and Reflections, a podcast of Hillbrook School. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. You can also find the Remarks and Reflections blog post at hillbrook.us, another space where we are looking to connect with and engage members of our community in conversations important to our school, education, and parenting. And as always, you can find our school on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, our website at hillbrook.org. Thanks for listening. Have a great week and be your best.